am a psychologist, but I'm a coach first. If anything is going to crazy glue you to stage three, it is endlessly unpacking your story. You want to be heard. Yes, you need to unpack. But at some point, if you don't have a deliberate uh, and intentional plan, strategic plan to literally move you through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough, you will forever get and stay stuck in stage three. We see it all the time. And these are the most well-meaning therapists who just, you know, you feel heard at the end of it, but you've revalidated your story. You've reconfirmed your trauma. You've, you know, settled yourself into that stuck place that much more. Welcome to the Persistence You podcast with Lisbeth, and that's you as in university. But we're much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Today is, I got funny lipstick on, uh, today is... May 15th, 2023, as I'm first recording this, and I think I'm going to break a rule and run this one sooner than later. I have a little theme going on, uh, but anyway, I've got Dr. Debbie Silver, or it could be Salber. We'll figure that out in just a minute. PhD, who's with us today. And I didn't know much about her until we connected on one of those podcast networking programs. And I've been listening to her podcast and love it. Debbie talks to us about the work she's done helping people heal from being betrayed. And when I say betrayed, I'm thinking, and I could be wrong about this, but a lot of her podcast is on people who are betrayed in a relationship. When we have a loved one that she explains this, but when we have a loved one that dies and we're going through grief, we're often grieving you know, how much we miss that person. We may not connect with them again, depending on your belief system. And, you know, we love them. It's such a loss for us. When we grieve about being betrayed in a relationship, we're grieving who we thought we were in addition to the relationship and what we thought it was going to be and our expectations, all of that. So I'm just fascinated. Her podcast is delightful. And, uh, So let me give you the intro before she joins us. Also, hope you're having a wonderful May. I am so incredibly thrilled because I noticed that with more sunshine and a little less cold and gray clouds, it was quite a winter. I feel like I'm more focused. I have more energy to get my stuff done without letting it stress me out. And I'm forever grateful for that. I do everything I can to eat a pretty decent diet, actually pretty darn good, and get a lot of exercise and have a good community, all the things. But I will be darned, I still, winter sadness, seasonal affective disorder just kicks me, especially in the month of March. So it's just great to see that in the rearview mirror from for a moment. So grateful. Personal update. Uh, see that if you're on YouTube, you can see my place is a little messy, but it's cleaner than it looks. I just saw that in the background. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I feel like, oh yeah, since we last spoke, I've picked up some of my freelance writing and other freelance gigs. So in addition to my little side hustle of working retail, I am right now working for EWU 
as a victim interviewer for a true crime YouTube show. So a YouTube channel. So that is really exciting because that harkens to the work I've done for decades, working with offenders and victims, survivors of crime. So that's exciting. Doing a little ghost writing for the first time and enjoying that. Additionally, I am listening, kind of a listener on a hotline for a little bit. That kind of lends lends itself to my coaching practice. Don't forget, I've got a couple of slots available for coaching for people who need someone to be accountable with so that they can move to the next level, whether they're experiencing old trauma that's holding them back or they're going through, let's say, a life transition um, like the death of a loved one, empty nesting, those sorts of things. So anyhow, that's what I'm doing lately to keep the lights on in addition to writing and It's a lot and maybe a little too much, but I kind of love it. I kind of love trying these new things and digging into the things that stick, like coaching is a little bit of a superpower uh, and turns out ghostwriting, kind of love it. And I've always loved working with survivors of crime. So very thankful. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Debbie, who's in the weight room right now on Zoom. I'm going to read you her about me. Really, I encourage you to listen to her podcast. Sorry about my hair today. If you're on YouTube. Dr. Debbie Silver, PhD, is the founder of PBT, Post-Betrayal Transformation Institute, and is a holistic psychologist, a health mindset, and personal development expert, the author of Trust Again, and is a two-time number one best-selling author of The Unshakable Woman and From Hardened to Healed. Her podcast, From Betrayal to Breakthrough, is globally ranked within the top uh, 1.5% of podcasts. She's a personal trainer, a dietitian, and just seems like a delightful person. But her podcast is very energetic. Her She just has a great voice and a great presence. And whether or not you've been betrayed in a relationship, and I'm thinking being cheated on, there are many different ways to be betrayed. A lot of the principles of grief and trauma, healing from trauma that she talks about is applicable to lots of our lives in different spots. And her podcast had these moments where they're like five-minute tips from Dr. Debbie. Really good. So I highly recommend that you listen. Right now, I'm going to put you on pause for a second, and we will be right back with Dr. Debbie. Dr. Debbie or Dr. Debbie Silver, I am so grateful you're on Persistence U today. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm looking forward to our conversation. I'm really excited, especially as I was just telling the listeners a second ago, I was enjoying your podcast very much. You have guested episodes and then small little tips with Dr. Debbie and fantastic. So before we get into that, can you tell us just a little bit about how it is? I always love to hear the story behind the story. How is it that you came to do the work that you do today? Like what's the backstory there that made it all so important to you? Yes, well, I'm the I'm the founder and CEO of the PBT Post Betrayal Transformation Institute. So, of course, no one says, you know, I think I want to study betrayal. No, right? You 
dive into that work because you have to. So it's my, I've been in business over 30 years, health, mindset, personal development. And then I had a really painful betrayal from my family, thought I did everything I needed to do to heal from that. And then it happened again, a few years later, this time it was my husband. That was the deal breaker. Got him out of the house, looked at the two experiences thinking, well, what's similar here? Of course me, but what else? And I realized, you know, boundaries were always getting crossed. I never took my needs seriously. And, and I'm one of those people that really believes if nothing changes, nothing changes. Right. So here it was, four kids, six dogs, a thriving business. And I decided to go back for a PhD. I mean, wow. everyone thought I was crazy. Yes. And it, yeah. And that's why I even stopped telling everybody. And it was in transpersonal psychology, the psychology of transformation, human potential, because I was changing so much. I didn't quite understand it. He was too, wasn't ready to look at that. And then it was time to do a study. So I said, betrayal, what holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? I mean, I was only looking to heal from my own betrayal. I had no idea, but that study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my health, my family, my work, my life. I love it. I love that. That is really fantastic and exciting. Um, How did that play out in your family as you studied it and you learned more about betrayal and what you needed to do to move forward? What did that look like in both your personal and professional life and your boundaries? Yeah, well, in my professional life, one of the three, and I'm happy to share what the discoveries were, but one of them was that while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and so many people do, if we're going to fully heal, we're going to move through five proven predictable stages. And what was even more exciting about that is we learn what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every one of those stages. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. Healing is entirely predictable. So you cannot learn something like that and go back to doing what you were doing. So with that, I put the five stages into a program. It blew up. Then everyone wanted to work with me. And I was like, well, how do I leverage myself? We created our coaching certification. So doctors, coaches, healers, therapists can know the five stages and get those out to the world. And then it hit me and any entrepreneur can totally relate to this. I was like, well, I did the research. I know what works. I does, you know, I know what doesn't work. What would happen if I put everything that works under one roof and really eliminate everything that doesn't work? And that's the PBT Institute. So there was that like entrepreneurial wake up call and, and, professionally, now we're helping countless people heal. In my personal life, um, we learned also, you know, rebuilding is always a choice, whether you rebuild yourself and move on. That's what I did with my family. Wasn't an option to rebuild with them. Or if the situation lends itself, if you're willing, if you want to, you rebuild something from the ground up entirely new with the person who hurt you. That's what I did with my husband. So not long ago as two totally transform people. We married each other again. I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. New rings, new vows, new dress, and our four kids is our bridal party. So betrayal will show you who someone truly is. It also has the opportunity to wake them up to who they temporarily became. You don't have to do anything with that, but you know, it is completely and totally uh, of a different relationship when that's the case. But what so many people do is they're so afraid of the complete and utter death and destruction of the old. That's the only way you birth the new. 
And, and, you know, we hang on out of fear or, you know, whatever the reasons are And the study proved, you know, and I can go in to, to the, the study more about the people who didn't heal, but all those reasons that we don't heal. And, and meanwhile, we're, we're really hurting ourselves because there's a healthier, happier, uh, more strong, stronger, more healed version of us at the other end of our healing and potentially uh, a 2.0 version of that same relationship that is entirely new because you were willing to let the old crash and burn. That is really important because, and I heard you say on a podcast, but there are people who do get stuck in the betrayal and they cannot stop talking about it. And I've had a couple of friends who've chosen to stay in their marriage after a betrayal. And I'm talking about uh, infidelity as an example, but then it seemed like the staying and one eventually got out of it, but the, the staying was not to heal. It was to punish. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, you know what? You're not getting out of this marriage so easily, Buster. I'm staying with it. And won't you be sorry forever? And that's a difficult way to live. So I know you cover much more than infidelity betrayal. Like you said, it could be your family, which is Good that you clarified this. Could be your family, could be betrayal of yourself, could be infidelity in a relationship or another betrayal. But the choice is to either burn it down and, like you said, start the healing process and rebuild or rebuild yourself or be that person who can't get over the long conversation that everyone rolls their eyes about after about six months, which is like, this happened, this happened, this happened. Mm -hmm. Excellent. like out of the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough, the the person you're describing is deeply stuck in stage three. That's where most people land and stay. I mean, happy to go through the stages. Please if you do. Want to yes, please oh. do. Because it's different than when we think of the stages of grief, we're thinking Elizabeth Kubler-Ross for some of us, but this is not what you're talking about. No. No, not at all. And grieving is a, plays a very important role. It actually is one of the biggest needle movers that will take you from stage three to stage four. So there's a place for it. And it's very much a part of the healing from betrayal process. But grieving is one aspect of it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so the four stages, it's all we do within the PBT Institute. It's what all of our coaches are certified in, all mapped out in trust. Again, here's an abbreviated version. Everyone hearing this will know exactly what stage they're in. And you will hear your friend in stage three when I go through the stages. So stage one is before it happens. And if you can imagine four legs of a table, the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with all my study participants, me too, was a heavy lean on the physical and the mental thinking and doing and kind of neglecting or ignoring the emotional and the spiritual feeling and being. Well, the table only has two legs easy for that table to topple over. That's us. Stage two, shock, trauma, D-Day, discovery day, the scariest by far of all of the stages. And this is when you got the news and it's the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview right here. You've gotten the news that forever changes your life. You are now headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete and total state of chaos and overwhelm. You cannot wrap your mind around what you just learned. Makes no sense. And your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model, the rules that govern you, that prevent chaos. Trust this person. Don't go there. And in one earth shattering moment, every rule you've held to be real and true is no longer. The bottom has bottomed out on you and a new bottom hasn't been formed yet. So this is terrifying. But think about it. 
if the bottom bottomed out in you, what would you do? You'd grab a hold of anything or anyone to stay safe and stay alive. And that's stage three, survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical out of all of the stages. If you can't help me get out of my way, how do I survive this? Who can I trust? Here's the trap though. This is the stage I was saying where everyone gets stuck and here's why. And this is where your friend is. Once you've figured out how to survive your experience, because it feels so much better than the shock and trauma of where you just came from, we think it's good. We're like, I got this. And because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, because we don't know there's a stage four or stage five, transformation doesn't even begin until stage four. But because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, we plant roots here. We park here. We're not supposed to, but we don't know better. And four things happen. The first thing is we start getting all those small self benefits. Now think about your friend. You get to be right, right? You get your story. You get a target for your anger. You get someone to blame. You get sympathy from everyone you tell your story to. And when that's all you have on some level, that feels good. So you plant deeper roots. Again, we're not supposed to, but we don't know that. And now that we're here longer than we should be, now the mind starts doing things like, well, maybe you're not that great. You know, maybe you deserved it. Maybe this, maybe that. So we plant deeper roots right now, because these are the thoughts we're thinking, right? Is this your friend so far? Because these are the thoughts we're thinking, well, this is the energy we're putting out. Well, like energy attracts like energy. So now you're getting all kinds of confirmation to reaffirm that this is where you belong situations and circumstances and relationships like the misery loves company crowd. They find you now right? Here's where you join that lame support group. And now these are your people. So you're actually hesitant to grow because you're going to outgrow them. You'll sabotage yourself. So you don't outgrow those people, right? right. It gets worse. Because it feels so bad, right? This is where you're at, right? It stinks, but this is all, you know, right here, we resign ourselves. We're like, this stinks, but I have to get through my day. I have to feed my kids. I have to go to work. So right here, we start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, whatever. So think about it. You do it for a day, a week, a month. Now it's a habit. Six months, like you know, you said about your friend, a year, 10 years, 20 years. And I can see someone 20 years later and say, that emotional eating you're doing or that numbing in front of the TV, you know, without drinking. Do you think that has anything to do with your betrayal? And they would look at me like I'm crazy. They would say... <laughs> All those years ago, all they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one thing you talked about, and maybe you could clarify, is the difference between coaching. You know, you have an advanced degree in psychology. You're a doc, you have a doctorate. I have a mm-hmm. master's degree in psychology, but I chose to be a coach also. The difference, not that therapy isn't wonderful, it is, but sometimes in therapy, we can get stuck in telling that same story over and over and over. Could you talk a little bit about that and how coaching is solution-focused? I'm so glad you asked that question. It's so true because we have so many people coming into the PBT Institute with therapy trauma. Now, I'm a psychologist, but I'm a coach first. If anything is going to crazy glue you to stage three, it is endlessly unpacking your story You want to be heard. Yes, you need to unpack. But at some point, if you don't have a deliberate uh, and intentional plan, strategic plan to literally move you through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough, you will forever 
get and stay stuck in stage three. We see it all the time. And these are the most well-meaning therapists who just, you know, you feel heard at the end of it, but you've revalidated your story. You've reconfirmed your trauma. You've, you know, settled yourself into that stuck place that much more. We see it with uh, uh, counselors too. We're like, uh, let's say marriage, uh, marriage counselors, where the intention is just to get you both okay again. Mm-hmm. And we see this all the time where someone, you know, they'll just say, let's say someone's betrayed. And then the counselor will look at the betrayed uh, person and say, well, you know, you really need to communicate better. It's like, what? They've been through one of the most heart wrenching traumas of their life. They're supposed to work on their communication. What about, what about the betrayer who in, in many situations has no intention of changing at all? You see? So when the intention is only to get you both together, you're doing yourself a huge disservice, right? Like I'm not saying it's easy to crash and burn the old, but the betrayal crashed and burned the old. So case scenario, build this version of you who is so healthy and strong and confident Best case scenario, the other person wakes up and says, I better, I better strengthen myself to meet this, this person. And then you meet back up again as a power couple. I think that's fantastic. So, it be, you know, you're starting from a place of strength, not fusing together from a place of weakness and insecurity. Exactly. And if, if, if there is one recipe for repeat betrayal, it's that. It's not doing the work to heal. So you go from friend to friend, to friend, partner to partner, partner, boss to boss, boss. You're like, what the heck is it me? Yes, it is. Not in that it's your fault. In right. that it's your opportunity. There's a profound lesson needing to be learned. You are lovable, worthy, and deserving. You need better boundaries in place, whatever that is, until and unless you get that, you're going to have opportunities in the form of people to teach you. Excellent. I I love the phrase that I've heard you say that, you know, we can go through something really hideous. However, if we don't make something good of it, could you restate what you said before? Because I just love it. I don't know what I said before, but what I can say, what I can absolutely say is trauma is the catalyst for transformation. So it is the launch pad. And when you use that trauma as a launch pad for transformation, trauma well served. When you use that trauma to stay sick, sad, stuck. And here's the thing too, not only mentally and emotionally is it painful, we have so many physical symptoms, which are the symptoms of post-betrayal syndrome. That was another one of the discoveries where you are now, not only are you miserable, you're dealing with, with weight issues, with immune system challenges, with exhaustion, with anxiety, with uh, hormonal craziness. I mean, anything, you know, anything, digestive issues, you name it, it is the result of that unhealed betrayal. And then think about it, the betrayal doesn't change. And now you're spending your life tamping down those symptoms. And you are, you have created such a structure to stay in stage three. And I love that. I've been writing lately about the healing process. And if we don't make choices on whatever life serves us, we're literally lying in wait with like a whack-a-mole. Waiting for the next problem to crop up. Is it a weight problem now? Boom, hit it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I started smoking again because I'm on a diet. Boom, 
you know, and oh, the betrayal. Well, I, you know, it just, we can live chaos and calamity to calamity, or we can choose, like you said, to really do that work, go through the stages, but not linger there forever, because then we've missed that opportunity for something. And you don't have to stay in each stage long. I mean, there are people like, oh, it's going to take decades. No, people can live a lifetime in stage three. When you move through, I mean, in our high level program where members are working with me, it's six months. I mean, but it's a reckoning. You are taking yourself on. You are, you know, you're, you're doing the work, but isn't it worth it? to have this, the stage five, even the stage four version of you would blow the doors off of the stage three version of you. You just don't know it. You don't, and I always, I would love to get to the rest of the stages. I don't want to leave people in stage three. Yes. But it's, it's almost like, let's say there are two friends and they both have, I don't know, 30 pounds to lose. And one of them, it just decides, you know what, that's it. I'm losing the weight. And she loses the 30 pounds. And she says to the other friend, it's so great. I have so much more energy. I feel so much better in my own skin. And the other one is like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. I'm doing fine. But the one who lost the weight is like, I've been there. I get it. But you have no idea what it's like over here. Mm-hmm. That version of you that you're settling for now in stage three, you have no idea what's waiting for you in stage five. Like, for example, if I tell you how many new relationships we see, with someone completely new or with the person who hurt them at a very different level, that's waiting for you in stage five. New, um, new, new levels of health. We see so many new levels of health. How many new businesses are birthed in stage five? Like the PBT Institute, that's a stage five thing. When you move through your trauma, you see things you didn't have access to. Excellent. I love it. That is very, very hopeful and exciting and reminds us that we do have choices, even if you're going through the worst of worst in life. And again, it's not about just infidelity or betrayal in a relationship, uh, an intimate relationship. But if we're going through a really, really, really hard time, we may not see the beauty and the options we have, but it's there and it's going to take a while and, and real work to get to places that could be unimaginable. Absolutely. And, you know, I wrote from hardened to healed because that was just for stage three. And just to your point, it doesn't have to be a betrayal. I'll tell you, this is the most innocent way someone can land themselves and stay for life in stage three. You ready? Let's say there's a 10 year old boy and he has some earth shattering news to share with his mom. He runs into the kitchen. Mom's on the phone and mom shushes him. Right. At that very moment, he could have made that mean I'm not important. So think about this. If he doesn't uh, have a new association with that, he will form a belief. I don't matter. I'm not important. Then what happens is you infuse it with some emotion. You will look for confirming evidence to support that belief. So now after time, your mind's like, oh, I didn't realize you want this playing all day long. No worries. You go about your business and I'll put this in your subconscious. So now here we have a belief of I don't matter. Think about if you have a belief of I don't matter, how will that impact who you speak with, the job you have, what you wear, what you do? And that could be from something as simple as that shushing. (laughs) That's the thing. And we don't look at it, but that's, you know, this, this stuff comes from somewhere. Exactly. And like you said before, it could be a betrayal that we have with ourselves. 
-hmm. But, you know, betrayal covers a large expanse, but it's important to move through instead of talk and talk and talk only about and get stuck in one stage and not be able to emerge uh, to the good stuff. In a sense. Oh, absolutely. Did you want me to get you through stage four yes. and five? Yes, please. So, so uh, if you're willing to let go of the small self benefits, grieve more mm-hmm. than the loss, a bunch of things you need to do, you move to stage four. Stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. So here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo what happened, but I control what I do with it. Right there in that decision, you're turning down the stress response. You're not healing just yet, but at least you stopped the massive damage you were causing in stage two and stage three. Stage four feels like if you've ever moved, if you've ever moved to a new house, office, condo, apartment, whatever, your stuff's not all there. It's not all cozy yet, but you're like, okay, we can do this. We got this. It feels like that. But think about it. If you were to move, you don't take everything with you. You don't take those things that don't represent the version of you you want to be in that new space. And what I found was there's one spot Going from stage three to stage four, if your friends weren't there for you, you've just outgrown them right here. And people say all the time, I've had these friends forever. Is it me? Yes, it is. You're undergoing a transformation. And if they don't rise, they don't come. You're deliberate about who you're sharing your time with right here. Right. When you've settled in to this mental space, you've made it cozy, you've made it home, you move into the fifth, most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal. Self-love, self-care, eating well, exercise. You didn't have the head, you didn't have the bandwidth for that earlier. Now you do. Your mind is healing. You're making all kinds of new rules and boundaries based on the road you just traveled. And you have a new worldview based on everything you see so clearly now. And the four legs of that table, in the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we're grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. That sounds so fantastic. So no matter, and things will happen in the future that will rock our boat, but you've got that template to stay steady and strong and grounded, as you said. And you're uh, you're less likely to um, to fall for those other things that you used to because your BS meter has gotten so sharpened and so strong. Right. And energetically, you're just not a match for a certain, you know, energetic level. You just, you're just not, you know, you're, you're playing in a different sandbox now. Uh, terrific. That is terrific. Now tell us a little bit about your most recent book and where people can connect with you and the Institute and your work and certainly the podcast. Yeah. So my most, most recent book is the Rebuild Roadmap. That's actually for the betrayer. We have a program for them too. Not for the betrayer who's on to the next, the ones who realize I just blew up my life and shattered the heart and trust of the very people I care most about and that care most about me. So um, so we have our rebuild program for, for them. And I was like, you know, they need, they need their own book. So the Rebuild Roadmap is actually a compilation book of all of our certified PBT coaches and practitioners who've contributed their best healing tools and techniques uh, so that someone can just do the work, you know, taking, let's say, one activity a week and really, really um, become someone they're proud of. I like that so much. Beautiful. Beautiful. Tell us about your website and will people be able to see the podcast and all the places, ways they could connect with you? 
Yeah, thanks. So the, everything is at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com. And we have all kinds of programs. And it's it's really about um, moving through the stages. So, you know, you come in at whatever level and you see our private coaches. They all specialize in different things, narcissism, divorce, reconciliation, mm-hmm. self-growth, whatever. And everything is labeled based on what stage you're in. We have a two second way. So you know what stage you're in. And if you're in stage two, you do all the things that you take the classes, do the programs, do, you know, see those coaches to get to stage three. You do all the stage three stuff to get you to stage four, do all the stage four stuff to get you to stage five. So you're really coming in uh, and, and you are on a track to get through the stages and you notice the strength, the confidence, the health, you just see things um, unfold as you move through it. And we have the right type of support that's there to lift and inspire. Um, and then you, and then you graduate. <laughs> yes. Well, that's wonderful. That's fantastic. I'm so glad you were here today. And this really gives me, gives us all a lot to think about, but great work that you're doing. And I'm glad that there are so many different ways people can intersect with you. What's the name of the podcast? One last time. The podcast is From Betrayal to Breakthrough, and you can find that on the site as well, thepbtinstitute.com. Great. Fantastic. I enjoyed it. And like I said, I like that you have guested interviews, but you also have little doses with Dr. Debbie. So Dr. Debbie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. Wasn't she an amazing bundle of energy? I Her message is phenomenal, but even more, she's living proof that there is life after betrayal. And while it takes all parties being willing to work on it, fantastic for her work and for her marriage. I think it's terrific. Anytime a family can be joyfully salvaged, that is a great, great thing. And when we can promote healing, all the better. I'm pairing this. I will have a Angela Howard, a podcaster from Tennessee. I'm going to run her episode as well because she talks about her own pretty different path to healing from betrayal and how she's working with that today. And so you'll notice that we have a bonus episode as well. And as ever, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for those of you who've given, uh, you know, buy me a cup of coffee, a little tip as an appreciate. Uh, as an appreciation expression for enjoying the podcast. Also, there are patrons. You can join patreon.com, patreon.com forward slash Lizbeth Meredith. We'll get you to a $2 a month or $5 a month membership or however much you want to be involved. You can jump in and out of that membership. But we're going to be talking soon about how to get started with writing your story, whether through publication or for legacy. So join us there. These taped episodes will be in the library nested in Patreon for patrons. All right. Have a terrific week. I will see you next time. Thanks again for being here. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.